Pretty pumped about this week's podcast with me, Corey Philpott, and he is the man, the world record holder for the world's strongest marathon. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Hey, did you uh, run up here, pull a car up here? What did you do? I wish. Tow a plane? What did you do? <laughs> How, how'd you get here? Oh, I just drove. Just drove up? Just drove. I went for a run this morning, so that's okay. Let's, uh, let's rip in here your story, mate. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science, the world of fit, happy, healthy, and I'm going to throw on the end of that world's strongest marathon. Before we start, how are you? Good? Yeah, I'm good. Obviously, you're sore because that's the state you live in. Yeah. Corey's actually up on the Gold Coast office because we're going to sign a contract together and we're going to do a lot of cool stuff together, and I'm really happy to announce that you're joining the team. I'm super pumped. I love what you do on Instagram. What is your Instagram account? Uh, Corey Philpot underscore. Okay. For those people out there that can't spell like me, that's C-O-R-E-Y. Yep. P-H-I-L-L. P-O-T-T. Yep. And the reason to get on board and have a look at that, this guy is doing crazy shit. Like I'm, I've been in this fitness industry for 23 years, dealt with a heap of athletes, but you're the first one I know that's pulled out. How much did the car weigh? 1.5 ton. 1.5 car ton for a marathon. Let's go. Like I, Last year, I said a few times I'm going to do a marathon and thankfully COVID happened. I couldn't do it. <laughs> so I'm just throwing out there. I couldn't do it. You, you didn't just do a marathon. You pulled a 1.5 ton car. Can you remind me how long that took? 16 hours, 12 <clears throat> minutes and 24 seconds. And how many hours in did you start to wonder whether you were just stupid, had some issues, a lot of anger? Like which, which part came out first? <laughs> Yeah, the, f- the first two hours was the- Was that the hardest? Well, the first two hours when I, my whole leg started cramping, both my legs. You got cramps in the first two hours and, and the then went on for 16 hours. hours. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting those cramps because they'd never happened that early in the training sessions. Did you have some motivational person with you or did you just grit your teeth and say, let's do it? I just grit my teeth and and a lot of a lot of motivation, obviously, behind the cause. That was that was massive and that was the number one thing. Like the world record, I just said, I always said going into that event that the world record is just an added bonus. Um, it was more than just a world record for me, so- I I just wanted to finish. But you didn't just beat the world record. You did it with a heavier car. Is that right? Have I got that right? 100 kilos heavier. 100 kilos heavier. Is that just you couldn't be bothered taking your backpack out or how come you left 100 well, kilos? Well, I, and- I wanted to try to, but we stripped the ute as much as we could. That's yeah, what okay. it came down to. Well, for the first, I think for the first three or four hours, it was actually 1.6 because I had about a 95 to 100 kilo person sitting in the car steering. When I, I had a little hill in my course and when I come up to that hill, I was just a couple hours in, I was like, get the F out, get out. <laughs> and- I need to make this a little bit lighter. So it was actually for a little bit, it was 200 kilos more. Yes, yeah, so then it ended up being around 1.5 after someone was in there. So, mate, you, you're coming on as one of Body Science's unique extreme athletes. We don't have a lot of, you know, we, we're very well known in, you know, like Olympic sports, football codes, cricket, that type of thing. We've got um, another human who I need you to meet one day who's absolutely mad and he skates on ice. Uh, so he's just crazy. Um, one of the most intelligent guys I've ever met too. Like the two wow. don't correlate when you talk to him. <laughs> but from your perspective, you've got a bit of a mission and goal when it comes to extreme sport, haven't you? Like, Yeah. I mean, one day I hope to be known as one of the fittest people or all-around people that have ever lived. I guess that's a long-term goal of mine and yep. something that I aspire to be. And I've still got a long way to go. I'm only on the start of this journey. I'm only 24. So yeah, it's it's going to be a long journey and I've still got a lot to prove. And I think with the help of, of body science and the history you guys have in Australian sports and the waves you're creating globally, um, 
really helped me, I guess, um, develop as an athlete and also um, be able to help with my, my overall performance to be able to do these crazy things. Yeah, mate, that's awesome. That's nice to hear. So you, you did your first marathon and you did it for a charity? The first, oh no, the first like ever marathon. No, the, the, the world record carpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we raised, uh, I think it was $45,000 for Child Safe Australia, which helped, um, helped prevent child abuse. Yeah, and that's not only you're doing great things, you're doing great things for others and that's just yeah that's that's just amazing so where's it all going like you recently you and we reconnected i don't know i think it was three or four months like heavily like when i say reconnected we spent a bit of time because you were having a lot of issues carrying around a 45 kilo log yeah so what what, and you were going to do like a yeah so i was going to do an iron man with a 45 kilo log on my back there was a couple people who have done um, sorry for laughing (laughs) i'm looking looking at the picture right now like it's gold (laughs) yeah it does seem a bit funny and it looks a bit funny as well there's a couple people who have done um a triathlon so they've done just a um, an Olympic distance triathlon with the tree. A full distance triathlon and Ironman is times four <coughs> of that. So, um, or almost times four of that. So, I thought I'd try and um, you know, one up them again a little bit. And that didn't go to plan. Training was all perfect. Training went completely well. Disappointingly, on the day we got seventy k's into the ride, and I started to get severe nerve damage down my hands, and I couldn't hold on to my bike anymore. I was just in a lot of pain and I was ready to push through, but the medical team that we had there said permanent nerve damage is something Mate, you don't I'm want so at 24. Glad you listened. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I could have pushed through and I was, I was, I was saying I was, I, wa- I wanted to mentally push through and, but I was in that much pain in my wrists and shooting up my arms. Yeah. They basically said, just stop because you don't want that permanent damage. There's no coming back from that, especially at 24. It's not something that I want. You're talking bike. So, last leg? No, you had a run to go. Yes. I had a run okay. to go. So, I was about halfway through. So, why? Why did, what happened to the, how come the wrist got affected? I couldn't think of so many other parts of your body that that log, because it is a big the log, log. The straps that I had that were supporting the log were coming straight down my gotcha. traps. Yeah. there's two nerves that run down your yeah. neck and they go into each arm. That's, I don't know the name of those those nerves that, come, that pop down there, but um, that's basically what they were saying is I never had it during training and maybe if I had have done it, ran with the log less or um, cycled with the log less in training, that damage wouldn't have come at that time. Yeah. It could have been um, delayed and I could have been a bit safer. <laughs> um, they're just saying it was just wear and tear and more just pulled and pulled and pulled. Yeah. Your body just decided to say, hey, we don't like that. I've got to give you full cred too because you sent me some pictures in your training of, of your back mm. and you're like, oh, Greg, like I've got – and I looked at your back. It looked like someone had taken to you with a whip. Yeah. That's, that's what it looked like. And he's like, do you think a compression shirt would make a difference? Mm. Well, after I pulled the crew in and we all stopped laughing, it was <laughs> it was like we thought, you know what, let's do something. And we built you a piece that had protective yeah, it layer. Like almost a wetsuit material. Wasn't yeah. It? It saved me. It had wetsuit material. And we put a um, piece of foam in the middle of that. But yeah. And so, and that's the stuff we love doing. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, that, that's the cool part of our brand that nobody knows. But it was really interesting for to spend that couple of times talking to you in that space because you are not going to give up with what I would call, you should go to hospital and get your back checked, <laughs> level of damage. And I mean, yeah. but mate, what drives you to do that? I, don't, I actually don't know. I just love, I guess I love the achievement that comes at the end of uh, pushing through those things. And I knew that, or I thought that this this uh, pain and the blisters and stuff I was getting at the back, on my back when I was running with it from the backpack rubbing, that it was just a part of the process and I might get a bit of scarring. And when I wasn't <laughs> training and they were all pussy and my shirt was sticking oh. to my back, um, I was like, yeah, well, this just, this just is what it is. There's no other way around it. And I've committed to doing something like this and not want to shy away or back down. And I'm 
I just said, just kept on saying to myself, it's part of the process. It's not um, just is what it is. And I was just going to push through. And I just, that shirt, that singlet that we, that we got mocked up was saved my, saved my back. There was one less bit of pain that I wasn't in. Yeah. It was, um, it was just gliding. Yeah. We should put the pictures up. They were revolting. It was, <laughs> and what, what are you talking about? You just mentioned the word backpack. You actually had a backpack change to hold and a 45 kilo log that thing looks like a meter and a bit long it's about a meter and a half about yeah. a meter and a half long yeah and it's sort of like half a telephone pole yeah so we had that log that you can see in the picture there yeah. and then we we actually went out and got a cut up telegraph pole that was a little bit yeah a little bit uh shorter but it was a little bit thicker as well so um that one was the longest ones of the logs we ended up having three different logs <laughs> but yeah they all strapped to the um <laughs> it does sound <laughs> it funny that's <laughs> funny sorry we um and you, this is the log you found in the just walking yeah, along one, and just, that's when you said that's my friend I'm going to do a well I, I had announced it and then I went for a night walk with a friend yeah. and I was like hang on a second I found one and they're like oh shit here we go and I found one and that's the one I decided to keep with me I lacquered it up so it floated in the water and I kept it with me Still got it? No, I don't have it now. No, I put that behind me. It gives me nightmares. Bonfire. Yeah, it gives me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. What's happening next? Like, what? What's the next challenge? Yeah, well, we're attempting the um the tree man is something that we've we've kind of put to the side uh, just because of the pure damage that it was going to cause to to my shoulders over the training. Yep. And the next thing we're we're going to attempt is the world's strongest Ironman. So. It'll be a full distance, full distance triathlon. I don't know if I can call it Ironman. I might get in a little bit of trouble. Shout out to the crew at Ironman. They, that's a great sport, and everyone should do yeah. one. The people I know that have done one think it's the greatest thing they've ever done. Yeah, it's scary because yeah. I've never done one before, and I don't yeah. want to know what it's like before I do this. <laughs> but a lot of people were saying, "Oh, should you, you should do an Ironman beforehand." I'm like, "No, I don't want to know because yeah. <laughs> otherwise I'll be in more pain." Yeah, so we're attempting the world's strongest Ironman. Where I'll be pulling a either a kayak with someone sitting in it or a dinghy for the swim. Uh, depending on the two on the location, we're speaking with um, Penrith Council right now and um, Glenbrook Swimming Bulls to try and toss up which we think is best. For the bike ride, we're going to be having 150 kilos in a trailer and then we're going to be pulling a 900 kilo car for the marathon to finish. Honestly, yeah. like yeah. you're not a drinking man, are you? No. You have a bit of a story on that too. We'll catch up on that. But <laughs> what, what made you think of that? I want to do something that's a bit more than just pulling a car. So like I, I, do, have, I do have ambitions of doing the world's strongest 100 miles or the world's strongest 200 miler in one of the, the world's hottest places, whether that's in Dubai or um, in Death Valley or in the Nullarbor here. That's one of my one of my ultimate goals as well. But I think I need to show to the world that I'm more than just someone that can pull a car and doing three different disciplines is something that I think really stands out. Sorry, so I'm, just, I'm just looking at you going, this guy's mad. Yeah. How, how did you come up with the weights? Is there, is there something you're putting yourself against in each of those disciplines? or Those, is that- those weights is just something that we've we've written down. Training The training for that will be commencing very, very shortly. Um, so during training, those weights might change depending on – and that's going on the max load of the trailer and the max load that um, a kayak will take of someone sitting in there and how much a dinghy weighs. So we've tried to the, – the weight of the car we've lessened because I think – pulling a 1.5 ton ute after doing all that well the venues we just can't get for that yeah. amount of time so um we've, we've lessened the weight in that to yeah i think it's going to be around 800 900 kilos which is just basically the body of a car with no motor or the weight of a formula one car or something like that so can we just go through those again so you're going to swim for what is it three point three point eight k's with either a co- someone sitting in a kayak or a dinghy so around 100 around 100 to 150 kilos yep and, and then, then you're going to 
in the trailer. You're going to ride with a trailer? Yep, attached to me with 100 to 150 kilos in there. So how's the trailer attached to the bike or you? Yeah, it's just a st- it's attached to the bike, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, so yep. I've got nothing over my shoulders until the carpool. Yep. And um, and then I'm, you put some shoulder. Yeah, yep. got the same harness that any um, that, are, that they use in the strongman competitions. Yep. And um, we pull in the car for 42 k's to finish. <laughs> I really don't know what to say after that. Is there is there anyone in the room that's got any ideas? Like I'm I'm just blown away. It'll be pretty cool. That's awesome. Like it's I, I really want to know who do you sit with to design your programs to be able to do that because they are a genius. Yeah, I've got a very um I've got a very high performance coach Marcus Smith over in Dubai, so yeah. he helps me out a lot. He's getting me ready for um my 200k race in July, and then um we'll be heading straight into training. In September so another 200k race in July. What are you doing? Yeah, so I got Elephant Trail. This Elephant Trail 217k's, I think it is, and that's in July, and that is one of the toughest races in Australia. In its four or five year history, no one's ever been able to complete it before. Yeah, I've been invited to been Good. invited as an ambassador on to try and um be the first one to complete it. <clears throat> So why has no one completed it? It's too hard. 217 Ks, I think it's 13,000 meters elevation. Ooh. Yeah. So almost- Is there a time limit or was it just finished? Yeah, 48 hours. Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 So basically you have to do 5 Ks an hour nonstop. If you don't get 5 Ks an hour over 48 hours, you won't complete it. I'm fist pumping on like a 5 K run when I'm doing 5 Ks an hour. Like I am fist pumping. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. You don't look like a runner. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm currently weighing in 95 kilos. <laughs> what do you reckon your run weight will be? I'm going to try and get down to 85 for that. Yeah. And then I'll try and bump up to about between 90 to 95 again for the um, Ironman. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because weight pushes weight when I get on the bike and the carpool and stuff. So yeah. Um, the swim's the easy part in, in the Ironman because it's start and you just- go and swim i find swimming swimming quite easy but running is something that i really have to um try and dial in especially being at this weight and running long distances it, um running it obviously isn't my forte with my joints and stuff like that it's just something that you just have to push through i always just say one foot after the other yeah nice i say that to myself on five k's especially the first 10 um when you're in that um 217 17 is that a group of you leaving at once to do that or are you, are you solo like how does that work yeah so a group of us will leave at once yeah but we probably won't all keep the same pace we'll probably stick together for the first couple loops it's actually 25 or 27 and a half k loops yeah um yeah so we'll just see how it goes i know some pretty good runners that were in it a couple years ago and weren't able to complete it um because you'd have to have your so many strategies in place for that to work yeah 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 yeah. including giving yourself some time yeah yeah exactly right so you got to go with a you got to be able to pace yourself so you can still have a little bit of breaks and stuff like that Mm. so i mean hiking up a hill you're walking at um like 12 minute pace like you're not walking very fast and i've seen guys who have completed um 300 kilometer races before get to elephant trail and not be able to do it so it's gonna be a tough one is elephant trail an actual trail or is that the name of the event it's the name of the event yeah Yeah. okay yeah because it's so hilly yeah yeah and is that by invite only no no it's not invite only so anyone can sign up they've got so many different um they've got so many different uh distances that you can sign up for but the 200 is the is the biggest they probably have about well not the biggest um it's the longest race they have but they probably have about 30 people that go into it i think they i think they're up to like 28 signed up for this year is that right yeah and they they believe that the runners they have lined up they'll have someone complete it this year but they've said that the other years and anything can happen in ultra running i can't believe it nobody's finished it yeah you don't think you don't hear of many events or things that are on these days where it's a yeah no one's ever finished it yeah like no one's ever finished it no i'm hoping to be the first what will the temperature be is that is that going to come into play as well yeah well it's in the middle of winter last time last time i went there and um and did the hundred 
there's um there was I ended up pulling out with knee problems. I hyperextended my knee about eighty five k's in, and Devastating. yeah, I was running down a hill, and um, <clears throat> when I was running down the hill, just clobbered over, went over the top of myself. Yeah, how the, far from help were you? I was still like six or seven k's from help, so I still had to hobble through. <laughs> Yeah, that was okay. Once I fin- once I finished that loop, I was like, yeah, I don't think I can go again. Yeah, yeah, ended up pulling out. A good call, just yeah. quietly between us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I think I I think I did some damage, but I didn't really I didn't really assess it. I yeah, just kept on going. Yeah, yeah. You are mad. Like I'm gonna say it all day. You're just mad. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about mindset. Do you do you have a mindset coach? Yeah, my 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 coach is a mindset coach. No, as well. Okay, so mindset yeah. coach. Is yeah, so he's it. like a high performance coach. He looks yeah. after absolutely everything. Um, he runs a gym over in. Dubai called in a fight and he's they're basically slogan is show no weakness. Yep. So um he has this thing where um it's called the ultra mindset and um he has this thing called it says it's the ultra mindset and it's admit, um, reject, relax, what now? So admit is like admit that something's going wrong. Yeah. And um, then reject is say, no, this isn't happening. So you've accepted it. Yep. Now you're saying go away. Relax is take a deep breath and just assess what's going on. And then what now? What can I do now to push through this pain? And that's basically the four pinnacles to the ultra mindset. Wow. It's basically something since the world's strongest marathon that I, I linked up with Marcus after the world's strongest marathon to see how he can benefit my performance. And basically, I heard him tell me about the ultra mindset and something that I just live live by right now because it's it gets a bit tough when you're um when i'm in training and things go wrong and um you know i've got a young family to look after as well i'm working full time so training does get a little bit uh hectic and some sessions i miss and i've got to just overcome those things so let's tap on that so you've got a full 40 hour you're providing for a family you're not yep. a sponsored athlete that no, has um, not yet. the joy of yeah being yeah well that's a tough gig mate yeah it's a it's a um it's all part of the journey I think that um, I think I got a lot to prove, and I think the time will come where I'll be able to be a full time athlete. So yeah, and I and I I solely believe that 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 time will come all in good times. Just got to put trust in the process and keep on doing what I'm doing, and I'll get time to enjoy being a full time athlete one day. That's amazing. Yeah, that's all a part of the journey. Truly, truly amazing. So that balance between work, life, and then training mm. is that something your coach is working on you with as well, or is he just playing in that training aspect? Yeah. So basically, he basically just says these are the two main sessions that I need you to get done this week no matter what if you have a hectic week at work and a hectic week with family these two main sessions is what I need you to get done and I try and I get those two done and if my you know I might do you know 10 12 hour day some days and I just can't get in a session that day because I get up in the morning and train at 2 a.m before work and then try and do some stretching or running in the afternoon and stuff like that so it gets a bit hectic I got to do five strength sessions a week and four run sessions a week so it doesn't always work out like that and he knows that and it's all a part of the journey and that's why he's he accepts that as a without my family this journey is nothing yep. you know so never better said mate. i don't want to be one of those athletes that leaves their family behind and be selfish yep. you know and i think i've seen a lot of people come come down and get divorced and all that kind of stuff because of that and i've always said to him that my family's number one priority and i think that when i get to these events it's and you know i miss that session but it, and it makes the event a tiny bit harder but i think when i look back and i complete these things it's like wow look what you've achieved with your family standing there right beside right beside you the whole time yeah my wife she's so 
supportive. Like, she, it's like, yeah, go because I feel obliged to stay at home and no, you need help. Like, you're struggling a little bit. It's okay. Like, I'll just miss out. And she says, no, go. You need to do this. Go. You're That's fine. Epic. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I love it. And, it, it gets hard sometimes, but and obviously training on minimal sleep isn't isn't something that athletes really want to do. But as I said, it's all a part of the journey and makes it ever so special when I complete these things. Yeah, mate, it's unreal. And you've have you lined another charity up for your what are you calling? Have you got a name for the event? Your kayak toe, your yeah, the world's to- strongest Ironman. That's that's where we're going with. Yeah, that. I think we're going to go with that, but I just don't want to get pulled up by Ironman and say that this isn't an Ironman event. That's true. the one thing I'm worried about. Yeah, true. So I think we're calling might call it the world's strongest full distance triathlon. Not 100 percent sure, or the world's strongest triathlon, and just put the distances in there. Yeah. So we got different things of how we're going to market it. We just don't want to get in trouble from Iron Man. That's all. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think if it's shining a light on Iron Man, though, they shouldn't have a problem with it. Well, yeah. I can't answer that because I'm not Iron Man. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. With Sharon because we we were sponsoring Iron Man. So she can probably have a chat and find out where we sit on that just quietly. Yeah. Maybe make an intro. Yeah, that'd be good. Imagine if you could do it at one of their events. Yeah, well, I was going to try and link up with the triathlon to try and do the tree man at a triathlon event, and they just said it's too much logistically. Yeah, just that you have there, to do. There would be a lot of um. Risk it'd be cool to have Iron Man's backing and just a single event of me. Like it'd be pretty cool. Might mm-hmm. be some pretty cool promo for Iron Man. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Guess we'll find out. Yeah, there's only one way to find out. Exactly. What's the long term goal here? Like you want to be? Uh, you said before you want to be Australia's. Fittest athlete, I think. I'd like to be. I, I think I'd like to be up there with some of the greats of the world fittest athletes, all round athletes that have ever lived. You know, I think that'd be a pretty cool name to have. I've still got a long way to go, but I think that'd be the ultimate goal is to leave this legacy of he just did the craziest shit and pulled it off, like literally, literally epitomized like pushing the body to the absolute limit and just didn't stop. So still got a long way to go, but I feel like with the necessary um, necessary progression and the necessary training that I have lined up and these goals that I've set myself, I think that um, I think that in a few years we could get there. Yeah, mate. I can see yeah. you're going to do it too, yeah. just quietly. Well, the ultimate goal is obviously with, I, I can't do it without – I can't get to that stage without taking this on full time. So I think there's it's almost impossible. And, you know, my coach looks at it now that it's almost impossible to train for the thing that I'm training for without doing it full time. So yep. basically, I think I think my training week is like almost a 30-hour training week on top of you know a working day. Yeah, a working week. So like it's almost working two full-time jobs. So yeah, it gets a bit difficult, but it's all part of the journey. And I think we will get there one day in a few years. I have a 10-year plan, so I think we'll get there. Nice. And mate, if anyone's out there and listening to this is one of those corporates that loves getting behind like an Aussie bat, like how do they contact you or how do they get involved to get in a support? I mean, there's two sides of support here. You do a lot of charity work. Not, I'm not talking the charity yeah. work. I'm talking you, your family. Yeah. How do they How do they get in to support that? Yeah, they can. Uh, I've have got a manager of AFA. They come and they come and help me out a little bit with all the management side and doing doing the deals and all of that. But you can contact me directly. You know, just via email. Philpotcorey yep. at gmail.com. So P H I double L P O double T. Yep. Corey. Corey no, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. That's it. Because we got your Instagram account wrong before. Did you? Yeah, I've just been blaming me. Your Instagram account, mate. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm just reading down here that you've got a little uh, underscore at the end of your. Yeah, I said underscore. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, we got it right. Take it back. We got yeah, it right. Yeah, we got it right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, I mean, I appreciate all the support that. that it I comes. don't even know my own Instagram account, mate. Like, here, I'm old. Like, seriously. <laughs> Throw me a bone. <laughs> what did you say? You were 24. 24, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're all over it. I'm more than double you. <laughs> 
God, I'm old. Oh, and you still look the same age as me. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> I, I, we should insert a collagen ad right there for everyone who wants to know. Like, yeah, it's, uh, I'm not going to mention Verisol. Collagen is the best for skin, but all you people out there in the know know, you'll be smashing a lot of our collagen just quietly. Yeah, I hope so. You'll be pretty much bathing in it, I reckon. I hope so. Yeah, so. I'm looking a bit old. I get told that I'm like 35, 40. No, that's, that's, when, when you look at like our, the collagen we've got, we've got the skin, the joint, and the um, tendons and ligaments peptides yeah but a lot of people laughed at me when i put the skin side in there and said yeah. you're just going to confuse it but you talk to a rugby league player about their skin mate yeah they got rashes everywhere yeah, they got 100%. skin problems everywhere look at your back yeah. you know we got to heal that stuff yeah and that all happens from the inside out not the outside in so you rub yeah. moisture on that's nice yeah. but the healing happens from the inside out yep. so that's where exactly although right. we put the word beauty on it because i do want people who are interested in beauty to know they can take the product. It yep. really is um, the best three peptides for, for, I think, an athlete yep. or someone who's physically challenging themselves. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've never tried it, so it'd be interesting really? to see oh, how it goes. so many good things yeah. coming your way. Are you going to work with us on – are we going to work with you on your nutrition or have you got someone in that place? Oh, 100%. So yeah. Tatiana will be all over that. She loves endurance athletes. I yeah. mean, there'll be nothing that she can she can reference to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll, it'll be really interesting looking at that place too because I think that's a really cool part that we can do together. There is hydration, yep. the whole thing. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting because when I went and did uh, when I was training for the world's strongest marathon, I did try and hit up a few um, nutritionists and stuff like that. And you know, I need to work out you know how many calories I'm burning and how much I need during these events. And they're like, literally, unless we come out and like test you during your training, we don't know because yeah. you're just pulling a car and it's like we can't test for that. Did they say you're just pulling a car? No, 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 no. Oh, they say you're <laughs> pulling a car. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, mate, we'll, we'll be all over that like a rash. Yeah, I love it. Like your old back. Yeah, yeah. I love that. How's it look now? Is it all healed up? It's good? all healed up. Yeah, yeah. nice. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. I mean, obviously, anyone out there in corporate Australia that can get behind this man, he's a great young human. He's got some big plans. I think it's really cool that you've, you've got some direction from some external people who have done these types of things before. That's, yeah. you know, you often speak to a lot of people who just have a big heart. You, yeah. You've got a plan which shows to me that you're very serious about where you're going with this. Yeah, definitely. And, mate, we're here for you. Whatever you need, it's on. No, I'm so I'm so proud and so pumped to be a part of the BSC family. It's um, been taking the supplements for a while now, so it's pretty cool. No, I'm stoked too, mate. It's good having good people in the brand. We just love having good people. Yeah. And you're good people. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's go sign a contract. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Legend. Thanks, mate. Thank you.